how many of you have a skincare regimen? If you don't, I want to encourage you to invest in one. And there's so many products out there. It can be really hard to know which product is right for you. I want to encourage you to go to theskinspot.com. We are partnering with the skin spot and I'm offering you 20% off of everything at the skin spot using the code BE20. That's BE20 and save 20%. You can get skin medical products, skin suticals, revision, skincare, L to MD, Clarisonic. If you don't know what you should have, well, just ask for a free virtual skincare consultation. How cool is that? And Dr. Nazarian and her team will cue you up and they will tell you exactly what you need. So go over to theskinspot.com, use the code BE20 to save 20% on all your purchases and really invest in yourself. Hi friends, welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back or enjoy your drive and let's get authentic, real and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In season two, episode 43, Sasha continues her discussion on dropping the pandemic guilt. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Welcome to the Brave Enough Show. Are you tired? Are you exhausted? Are you overwhelmed? Are you in a funk? Do you have nothing to look forward to? Well, I have the answer. Okay, I am similar. <laughs> I've been experiencing all of those things. And so honestly, I love the Brave Enough Conference. You know how 500 women come together every year in Arizona and we just have an amazing time. Well, that had to cancel. And because of that, I thought, what do I have to look forward to this fall? I mean, I always look so forward to this event. It recharges me. It resets me. It gets me so just invigorated and inspired. And so I am bringing to all of you the Brave Enough Elevate Summit. This is a virtual online summit on demand. You can purchase it. You can watch conversations between me and 30 other amazing women leaders where we are breaking down so many things from health to well-being to leadership to bias, discrimination, standing up, speaking up, being an entrepreneur, so many amazing things. And we're doing it over a weekend. But if you're busy over that weekend, no problem because everything's going to be recorded. That's going to be live and all the talks are already recorded. So we're going to come on. We're going to have some live fun networking things. We're going to have live QA with speakers where I'm going to talk live every day. But if you can't watch, that's okay because it's all recorded. So go to becomebraveenough.com. Check out the Brave Enough Elevate Summit. Invite your friends. I know so many women who are actually doing this virtual conference together with their girlfriends from all over the country. Some are going to hotel rooms by themselves and getting a hotel room. How fun is that? Just to be able to binge watch and participate and kind of give themselves a self-retreat. Some are meeting some friends. Some are doing them in their own home, but connecting with women virtually, their girlfriends for a weekend. Just check it out. You will not be disappointed. I promise you it's going to be like unlike any event that you have attended in 2020. And it's something to look forward to. And it's going to be positive and encouraging and instill hope. Okay. Today we are talking about dropping the pandemic guilt part two. And I felt really passionate about this this week because let me tell you, I have been going through some lows and highs in this pandemic. I'm sure you have as well. And I'm really learning a lot of things. You know, I am a very spiritual person and God is teaching me through this pandemic some crucial things about myself. Um, some are not fun. <laughs> some are not rosy and sunshine. Some have been highs and lows, but I've been really contemplating and thinking about 
and kind of lamenting a loss of a lot of things in 2020, but at the same time thinking, what am I supposed to experience right now? And one of the biggest, I think, limiting beliefs that we have in our lives is that we're always supposed to be content and happy. And if we're not content and happy, something is wrong with us. Well, I'm here to tell you something, sister. We are in the middle of a pandemic and we are also experiencing some pretty shocking examples of systemic racism that have been thrown in our face and made all of us go, gosh, where do I fit in this? How does this apply to me? How does this affect me? And where's my blame and shame in this? And where are my biases and where do I need to improve? And all of those things from the loss of loved ones with COVID, the loss of jobs, the loss of income, the loss of things that we had to look forward to, the struggling to parent, the, the, you know, and then all of these other societal things that we see and we've had to really process and go internally have brought us to this kind of discontented and unhappy place. And I'm here to tell you that that's okay. And perhaps that's a good thing. Not that COVID's great or the loss of income or or death or, or any of these things, racism is good, but maybe it's a time that you can stop and be discontent for a while and be unhappy for a while and be someone who grows. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to break down some myths because what I see is all these women walking around with guilt, feeling like they should be doing more, being more, somehow achieving more. And that was me. I mean, I pivoted early in this pandemic and I was like, okay, I'm going to write, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to make courses, I'm going to make this, I'm going to educate, I'm going to teach because I love helping women invest in themselves. And let me tell you, a lot of the things I'm doing have been put on pause and I've really had to sit still with the discomfort and the uncomfort and the discontent. And I have learned, sister, and I want to share with you some things I've learned today. So in the last episode, we talked about some myths I'm going to continue on. The first one is, I keep hearing this over and over and over. This is horrible and we're never going to be the same. Well, if you think about it, every day when we wake up was not like yesterday. We are never guaranteed that every day of our future is going to be the same. Many of us have woken up to illnesses, tragedies, loss, um, shame, uh, people being disloyal to us, people being dishonest, lost, losing a job, losing a loved one. There's no guarantee that our future is always going to be as bright and rosy as we think today is right. And I keep hearing this, like, I just want to go back to what was normal. I just want to go back to what's normal. I mean, even I've said it, like, I just want to be normal again. I just want to go into the grocery store and not think about, oh my gosh, where's my mask? Oh my gosh, I got, I don't want to touch that. I got to wash my hands. I just want to go get my hair done. I just want to go get my nails done, right? I want to get on a plane and travel and not have to think about all of these things. I want to go to the hospital and not to think about how it has affected my job. But the truth is that this is our normal. This is normal, but it doesn't mean that we won't have a more hopeful future. And I want to instill that, not from a Pollyanna point of view, but I just want to instill hope because everywhere I look right now on the news, it's like the doom scroll. And people are so exhausted because everyone is so negative. And when you're negative, we know that when you have one negative thought, it is so powerful. The endorphins that it sends out 
are so powerful that it takes 16 positive thoughts to overcome every negative one physiological in your brain. That's neuroscience. Look it up. I promise you it's true. So think about just scrolling one scroll up of your finger on your phone, on your news app. Think of the negative. It is coming at us like out of a fire hose and we are trying to sip it. So I want to give you hope because the truth is we don't know that we will never have hope in the future, or we don't know that the new normal won't be better. We don't know that we are kind. We are in a year of discontent and unhappiness and pause and that's okay. That's okay. I hope that our society isn't normal. Isn't, isn't the way it was because look at where we've gotten from a societal and racial standpoint. We need to break up. We, we, we need to have brokenness and we need to have humbleness and we need to change. So maybe that discontent or that feeling of Ugh, that you're sitting with right now is purposeful. And I want to give you hope. I want to give you hope to change. The second myth, I hear this all the time and I feel this too. I can't share my struggles. I will appear weak. Well, mentally right now, surviving this pandemic is very difficult. Okay. It's hard. There are a lot of challenges. We don't have, um, the ability to connect with others the way that we did, whether it was at our gym or at our church or going and hanging out with friends or meeting up for a trip, even how we commune in the workplace is different. You know, I saw somebody I haven't seen in months and months the other day at my job and we both kind of ran to each other like we were going to hug and we stopped and it was so awkward that I almost got choked up because I love this person. I haven't seen her in months and I wanted to throw my arms around her and hug her and she wanted to hug me and we were like, we can't hug. We can't hug. So everything we have, we're doing right now is, is challenging mentally. And I want to speak truth to that because if you're feeling mentally exhausted, if you're feeling down in the dumps, you're not alone. And sharing that doesn't mean you're weak. Okay. First of all, if you're having significant anxiety or you're having feelings of hopelessness, please call for someone for help. Please call a friend. Please call your doctor. Please call a therapist. Please call someone at your church. Reach out because you know what? You're normal and we want, there's help for you and you should never, ever suffer by yourself. Okay. So this, these are hard times and sharing your struggles is normal. I mean, I'm sharing right here, being very vulnerable with you. There have been some real lows in my life in the last couple of months, massive disappointments. And what it made me do, for example, my book, I've launched my book the week of the, the pandemic hit. Who knew? I had to cancel all of my Between Grit and Grace book launch, like all the events that I was supposed to travel, all the speaking engagements. I was so depressed beyond depressed. And I realized that my self-worth and my, you know, I'd put so much achievement on this book launch and how I would perceive my self-worth on this book launch. And it was really a wake up call for me. So after I did a little deep dive, (laughs) did some internal coaching over several weeks, I slowly came out of that pit, but man, I was low. And the only way I was coming out of there was with to share that. And the first thing I did was hide because I don't, I don't like sharing my struggles, but luckily I have some friends who are like, how are you doing? And every time I'd say, I'm okay, they didn't believe me. Thank God for friends, right? Who don't believe you. So I want to encourage you, if you're struggling, please reach out. 
Okay. There's no shame in that. Share your weaknesses, share your struggles, because chances are when you share your struggle, another woman is having the same one, or she's had that struggle and she can give you great encouragement on how she overcame it. Right? The third myth that I think we are all all struggling is we cannot be joyful and struggle at the same time. So let's just think about that for a minute because I have seen this even in my job where someone is laughing and everybody looks at that person like, you can't laugh in a pandemic. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's almost like we are, we are, we're having a hard time accepting moments of joy or we're having a hard time saying we're, we're okay today. Like I'm okay today. I'm doing really good today. When someone asks us how we're doing, because we feel like if we say we're okay, people are going to judge us for being okay. Or if we say we're really happy or we just, you know, found this out, this cool news, or we're super excited about this or that people kind of look at you right now in our society. Like what's wrong with you? You're supposed to be really sad and depressed because the whole world is a terrible place. Okay. There are some not so great things going on that have affected all of us. And unless you are a total narcissist, you probably have had some moments in the last five months where you've gone, Hmm, how do I play into this? And what's my responsibility? Right? Which is good. But that doesn't mean that if you're struggling with something, you can't also have joy at the same time. Two things can be true at once. You can be working on yourself and going through a hard time or learning where you, your role in systemic racism or learning about your own biases or, or how you have really not wanted to face the facts of white supremacy, or you haven't really wanted to, you know, face the truth of the pandemic, but you can also be having a wonderful day at the same time or experiencing highlights of joy that make, that's okay. That makes you human. You can do those things. You can, two things can be true at the same time. And what I see right now is I see like, uh, like people afraid to share positivity because they're afraid that they're going to be seen as someone who's not taking the pandemic serious or not taking social injustice serious. I would say that, man, the joyful things are what's keeping me going right now. (laughs) And we need those things. It's okay to laugh with a friend. It's okay to have a fun Skype with a friend. It's okay to, you know, socially distance and go golfing, right? Like if that's what brings you joy, it's okay to order a nice meal and enjoy it with, with your, with your partner and celebrate that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to to laugh. It's okay to have wins and succeed right now and at the same time be working on yourself. I think that we need to have hope. I think that hope is coming and we need to look forward to that hope. And what is to say that 2020 or after a post-pandemic world won't be better? We don't know that. We have no data to suggest it won't be. And who's to say that our bank account maybe has nothing to do with how happy we are or our contentment. And if it does, perhaps that's revealing something about ourselves we need to investigate. I know it was for me. I had all this joy and hope built into my book launch. 
And man, when that failed, I felt like, how am I going to come out of this? I've spent years writing this book. I've spent years trying to get a publishing deal. I've spent years trying to get an agent. I've taken classes and courses and now this is what has happened. I thought my year was done. And I realized that I had put so much into something that doesn't define me, right? And I needed to just really evaluate where my self-worth was coming, where my confidence was coming, where my happiness and joy was coming from. That was a hard lesson to learn, but to be honest, I'm really glad I learned it. I'm so glad I learned it. So now I want to give you some affirmations, okay? Just like I did in the last episode. One affirmation is my worth is not tied to my achievements. I think that's such a powerful one in 2020 because so many of us have lost our achievements or what we thought we were going to achieve is just really not possible in 2020. And that's okay because your self-worth is not listed in your achievements. It's not your CV. Your value as a human being is not your CV or your resume. It's just not. The other thing is your value, the second affirmation, is not your failures. So think about that. Your value as a human being is not the sum of your failures. Well, thank the Lord for that one because, man, I've had enough of them. So I want to encourage you with those affirmations because they're really true. And the other, the third affirmation is it's okay to have hope. It's okay to have hope. I'm a hopeful person. I, that doesn't mean that I am not a realist. It doesn't mean that I don't read the news. That doesn't mean that I, you know, am living in la la land or I have a perfect life, but it's okay to have hope. It's okay to be struggling and working on yourself and also have joy. Two things can be true at once. And that's why I am doing the Brave Enough Elevate Summit because I really truly believe that women right now are the most exhausted, overworked, overwhelmed, undervalued, underpaid, unseen, unheard than they've ever been. Because when we are tired, what do we do as women? We step back into the shadows. We withdraw because we're just in survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you cannot thrive. And when you're in survival mode, you're hiding. You're like, I don't want, I don't want anyone shining a light on me in my yoga pants and my dirty hair and my cold cup of coffee that's been sitting there for hours. (laughs) Right? Like, I don't want anyone shining a light on my sadness because I'm just struggling and I have nothing more to give. And the saddest thing about that is that I think women have so much to give. I'm so passionate about this. This is why I made my company and why I teach women how to invest in themselves. And I have all these courses and classes because I believe that women are so creative and innovators and leaders and so valuable to our society. But we can only give that when we are not burned out. We can only step out of the shadows when we're full. And when our hearts are filled and our, and we have friendships and we're connected and we're well, we have balance, right? So that's why I'm doing the Brave Enough Elevate Summit because I believe that women need to be refilled right now. We need to be recharged. We need to come together in community and be unified. And that's why I'm doing it. So go to becomebraveenough.com and check out the summit. If you are tired, 
If you think I don't have time for that, it's on demand. If you have time to watch Netflix, you have time to do the summit. I promise you. And it's going to encourage you and speak directly to you. Bring friends, ask friends, tell your friends about it. Who has a friend right now that is exhausted, overwhelmed, undervalued? I know I do. I have many. Tell them about the Brave Enough Elevate Summit. You do not have to be a doctor to attend. Anyone can. I hope I've given you encouragement today. Remember you are enough. Remember it's okay to ask for help. Remember it's okay to be hopeful. And remember you are more than the sum of your failures. And your achievements do not define your self-worth. How wonderful is that? Let's have hope as we move into 2021. And I will see you at the summit. This episode has been sponsored by theskinspot.com. Enter code BE20 to receive 20% off your next purchase. This has been an HSG production.